well, have you put out the Christmas lights yet? It's not even December. Maybe not. My daughter has decorated the Christmas tree at her home already, but she always likes to be well ahead of the game. But this theme of light shining the darkness, it grips all of us. It's part of the way humanity sees life in many ways. People of all religions and none respond to that theme of light in the darkness, especially in these shorter days. I remember the, the Blue Peter um, at time when they just four, four episodes before Christmas, they would construct the Advent uh, crown out of tinsel. It looked very flammable, very dangerous, uh, but they would make this from coat hangers, the, the Advent crown, and light the first candle and the excitement of that. And there is that air of anticipation for all the the bad things going on around us, there is that air of anticipation and hope as we come to light the first candle on our Advent crown. Around the crown, the circle, there's always uh, evergreen plants. I brought some from my garden to show you today. There's the... Uh, the ivy, the mahonia, and the yew. And the yew especially, from before Christian days, going back thousands of years in this country, people would cut pieces of yew during the winter to remind them that despite the coldness, life would continue the evergreen reminding us of the everlasting, the eternal. And in the United Reformed Church, across the country, churches are focusing on different key words as they light their first candle and each candle during the season of Advent. And today we're encouraged to focus on the word hope. What are you hoping for for Christmas? What are you hoping for in your lives today? What are you hoping for for the world in all its need? And we're going to hear a psalm that speaks of that anguish but also that coming to hope before we light the candle. And originally this was set to a tune. We don't know the tune, but it says it's to the tune, The Lilies of the Covenant, which sounds a wonderful tune. I wish we could find it, but it's hidden in the mysteries of time. But um, Sarah's not going to sing it to us. No, Vigris shaking her head now, but she will read it, read it to us now.
verses 1 to 7. Hear us, shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who sit enthroned between the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Awaken your might, come and save us. Restore us, O God. Make your face shine on us, that we may be saved. How long, Lord God Almighty, will your anger smolder against the prayers of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have made them drink tears by the bowlful. You have made us an object of derision to our neighbours, and our enemies mock us. Restore us, God Almighty. Make your face shine on us, that we may be saved. Thanks be to God. So how long, Lord? The people of Israel were waiting and they were at a very low point and they pray, restore us, God Almighty. Make your face shine on us that we may be saved. We light our first candle as a sign of hope and Samuel is going to do that for us. We're very grateful to the Evans family helping us with this worship today. But not the central white candle, yes. You know that. <laughs> Thank you, Samuel. That's fine. Just place it down. Thank you. So we're going to say this prayer together. As we look at the candle, shine your light, Lord, in our hearts and our world, in our praying and our living, that hope may be reborn, your living hope. Amen. And I do encourage you to make your own Advent ring or crown at home to get a candle. If you don't want to have a lighted flame, then maybe a battery torch or whatever, but to consider that theme of light and hope this week. Well, we're going to hear the Advent carol song. Come and light the candles on the Advent ring, scattering the darkness till the world shall sing. <laughs> 